Hi, it's Pete Norsett here, New Year's Eve, and I'm joined, as usual, by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? Yeah, well, good, thanks, Peter. How are you, my good friend? Yes, uh, not bad. Um, but I don't usually like to sort of take the piss, really. But um... <laughs> Oh, here we go. I know what's coming. Come on, yeah. then, load it, load it up. <laughs> that Leeds United game, I mean... I must admit, though, you were right with the trends. That, that's what I would have gone. But obviously, Leeds may be a little bit like Wolves, mightn't they? That, but that, I couldn't believe it. It was a nightmare, wasn't it? Do you know, well, do you know what? I wasn't actually watching the game. And as soon as I saw that you'd messaged me after about 20-odd minutes of the game, I knew it wasn't good news. I knew <laughs> you were not the sort of man to congratulate somebody too early in a game. So I thought, oh, my God, what's happening at the bloody the Hawthorns? And I turned it on and, crikey, thought Sam Allardyce was going to have another heart attack. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's had one. I think he's had one. But anyway, he looked like he was about to have another one. Mind you, though, I mean, once again, I mean, uh, is, this, is, this is changing by the, the, by the fixture list. It, it is quite an exciting season, isn't it? It is. I mean, nobody seems to want to, as you said before, grab hold of it. And now I'm sat with a nice, juicy Liverpool 7-4 uh, to win the league, but they need to crack on and get and stop drawing so many games. I mean, if to be honest, Pete, if Lee, Liverpool had turned a couple of those draws into wins, yeah, they'd be gone. Yeah, they'd be gone. Yeah, yeah. But they're keeping everybody interested. And yes. crikey, are we wound the clock back to the nineties? Are Man United in the title race oh, as well? Yeah, yeah, they certainly are. And 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 this is and this is after you know a lot of their fans have been slagging off the manager and saying yeah, he should go and. It's incredible, yeah. isn't it? And, yeah. and, and, and obviously Manchester City are right back in this. Yeah, we, we did write them off a couple of weeks ago and uh yeah, we'll get on to uh we'll get on to Man City in due course. I mean I, again we, who knows what's happening with these COVID protocols yes. and what's yes. gonna happen yeah, yeah, it's yeah, turning into a bit of a farce, isn't it? Yes, really? we, we, well I mean in our league, League One, it's it, it's not looking good, is it? But um Well there's less there's uh, more games not being played at yes. the minute in League One. Yeah. Lincoln and Peterborough. Who who's top of that league, Pete? The uh, league, uh, uh, Lincoln. <laughs> oh, thank oh thanks for reminding me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get on with it then. I mean, well, this starts tomorrow and we've got well, like we say, we don't know what's taking place and what's not taking place, but but we shall see. Right, Everton versus West Ham. Um very mixed uh, head to heads. Everton have won three, West Ham won two, at home to mid table sides. Everton's record reads a good five, one five, drawn four, lost one. Cut for one nil victory away at Sheffield United. West Ham away at top six sides, one two, drawn three, lost five, come for nil nil draw away at Southampton. Everton they've won their last four. Premier League matches they're coming back into form now and, and indeed they are one of the teams that you know could spring a surprise um, West Ham lost three in the last 11 away and they were against Chelsea Liverpool and Arsenal so they've been performing very well away from home West Ham no value in the line though well it's the David Moyes derby Peter and yeah. last season when the teams met Everton won this fixture 2-0 and the away side, when they we start again, when these teams meet, have won just one of the last nine total meetings of the sides. Now, I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest, Pete, with the way Everton reacted to that late postponement against Man City, demanding some sort of inquiry. I did find it a little distasteful, and in some ways, Everton should be really quite happy that they've had extended rest ahead of this game. I have a big lean here towards Everton. They have a little bit more rest. They're in good form. 
as you said, they can see this opportunity that's been presented to them. I mean, they're fourth in the table. They've got a game in hand over both Leicester and Liverpool, which could actually bring them to within one point of Liverpool. I'll lean to them here, Pete. I mean, there's not going to be a crowd here, uh, from my understanding now. I believe Merseyside's gone into Tier 3, and, and I do think that that has been an advantage for them in recent weeks. But it's Everton or pass, mate, for me in this spot. Next up, uh, Man United versus Aston Villa. Recent head-to-heads, uh, United have won one. There's been one draw. At home to top half side, United's record reads 1-5, drawn three, lost two. Coming off a, a well, fortuitous 1-0 victory at home to Wolves. Last gasp there. Villa away at top six sides, poor. 1-1, drawn not, lost nine. Coming off a one-all draw away at Chelsea. Good result, that. Man United, 23 points from their last 27 Premier League matches. They're in some very good form at the moment. And Villa, only one defeat in nine away games that's unbelievable and and this is reflected really uh my, my ratings are suggesting no value in the line Manchester United minus three quarters a game it, again this could be a bit closer than we anticipate what do your ratings suggest if this line moves to minus a half Pete? uh Manchester United yeah I mean that's the way it's going I mean I'm looking now and it's only 1.83 Man United minus a half well that's good that's a good yes I, I think that's a good bet yeah, I mean, the prevailing market line of three quarters is really being tested here as yeah. people are jumping yeah. on this Villa bandwagon. Now, this game ended two apiece last season, but United won the return fixture 3-0 at Villa Park behind closed doors. Now, what does that tell me? Well, United have scored five times in the last two games. Villa do have an extra day's rest ahead of this game, but we are talking Tuesday, Wednesday ahead of... Um, I know it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so the the stats are quite compelling when teams have playing on two and three days rest rather than three and four. So that is a big edge towards Villa. Villa have cost me too much of late though, Pete. I really want to take United minus a half here. I still might if it trends up and we get a little bit more value. But on this minus three quarters of a goal line, I can't take United. Yes, I, 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 I was unaware that that, that yeah, it, that, that that's moved, doesn't it, to minus a half. Really, that that's a good. Yeah, I think Manchester United are good there. Yeah, it's just bouncing around again. It's dropped to one point eight one nine on Pinnacle, but I tell you, at four to five, United to get the three points. I, I do think Villa played really well on Monday night, but when and I watched the game, but I think there was a little bit lucky. Chelsea should have really put that game yeah. to bed in the first half. Yeah. So if United are as you know clinical as they have been in recent games, I'll take United, mate. Spurs leads next. Uh, Spurs at home to mid-table sides. 1-7 drawn, 2 lost, 1. That's a good record coming for one old draw away at Wolves. Leads away form 1-4, lost 4. Coming off, obviously, that 5-0 victory away at West Brom. Spurs won just one of their last six Premier League matches. So they've, they've slid apart. They really should be in there. And, and this is poor form, really. Leeds won three of the last four. Again, I'm a little bit surprised here, but I, I don't see any value in the line. and It's no bet for me. I, I, I thought Spurs might be a good bet there. Just looking now, Pete, this has gone to minus three quarters, oh, hasn't that's it? That's mad, that's mad. Yeah, it's looking, it's, it's trending towards that way by looks of it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking now on Pinnacle and the minus three quarters. When I checked the lines first thing this morning, it was minus a half and I was all over Tottenham minus a half air. And the problem I have is, especially now it's gone to minus three quarters, is it was only a couple of hours 
before Tottenham was supposed to kick off against Fulham when that game was called off. Now, when, when things happen like that so late, yes, they're on extended rest, the Tottenham players, but ever since they finished their last game, they would have had some sort of, you know, minute by minute almost plan of preparation ahead of that Fulham game. So in essence, they've had rest, but it's not been factored in in terms of a, a full working week. So it does cause disruptions for teams. It's not just as simple as saying they've had extra rest over and above Leeds and Leeds are coming back after that. Well, dare I mention it, that 5-0 win. But we know this is a spot where Spurs are fantastic. Last few seasons, 13-1-1 on one on home soil against newly promoted sides. Only Wolves who beat them and Sheffield United, who drew with them last season, have stopped them from taking all three points. I have to take Spurs here, Pete, minus a half. I know the line's trended to minus three quarters, but I will sort of buy that quarter of a goal down to 1.81, and I'm going to I'm gonna take Tottenham here, Pete. I can't not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I... You know, it's, one of, it's one of them trend bets, isn't it, Pete? Yes. They never let you down, do they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crystal Palace, Sheffield United next. Sheffield United won one nil last year. I hope the bottom six sides. Palace's record is fairly good. One six drawn, two lost, two come for one old draw at home to Leicester. Sheffield United away mid table sides. One two drawn, four lost, four come for another one nil defeat. Or this time away at Burnley. Palace they've only won one in seven home matches. Again, uh, Sheffield United two points in nineteen Premier League matches. But despite that, uh, my ratings are suggesting some small value, Sheffield United, but it is very small value. I would presume that's since the line moved to a half here. Yeah, minus a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the line opened at minus a quarter and I'm kicking myself that I didn't take a little bit of Palace on there at minus a quarter. We, we spoke at length in the last podcast about Sheffield United losing games narrowly, and I did suggest at 11-4, to four, the Burnley to win to nil, uh, looked a decent um, play the other day, and it, that cashed. Since this line's moved, though, from minus a quarter to minus a half, even though I think Crystal Palace will win the game, it's a much harder bet. I would want that sort of half stake back if it's a draw cover so it's a lean to the home side but it's with no real confidence and again Pete anybody looking to well it's like goal line set at two and a quarter now that Burnley line was only at two and it still went under I think there's probably just a little bit of value with the under two and a quarter goals as well Brighton Wolves next. Uh, recent head-to-heads, Brighton have won one. There's been one draw. At home to mid-table size, Brighton's record reads 1-1, one, one, drawn five, lost four. Can offer a 1-0 defeat at home to Arsenal. I had them plus a quarter a goal against Arsenal. Very unlucky not to pick up something there. Wolves away at bottom six sides. 1-3, drawn one, lost six. That's a poor record against bottom six sides. I was a little bit surprised to see that. Uh, they're coming for 1-0 defeat away at Man United. Brighton, they've won just one of their last 17 home matches. We discussed this many times. Wolves, though, they have lost their last three away games. However, ratings suggesting good value Wolves. I, I pointed this out a couple of weeks ago. I think Wolves off scratch here is a great bet. Yeah, didn't you back them plus a quarter yes, a couple yes, of weeks ago? Yes, yeah. Look at you, you clever boy. Yeah, um, that's just ridiculous. That That is a ridiculous bet. It was lower yeah, than 1.82, something like that. Yeah, I think they're, uh, they're currently 2.03 off the scratch line. Uh, and again, I think it's now on the plus quarter of a goal line. It's around the 7 to yeah. 10 level. So you, you clearly got good value the other week, Pete. And I... 
I don't really understand how um, Brighton can be the favourites on this scratch line. If you flip it around and had Brighton at 2.03 and Wolves at 1.90, I think that would be much fairer. I mean, let's be honest, this is a Wolves side who virtually kept a clean sheet at United on Wednesday night until the very closing stages when Marcus Rashford managed to break the deadlock, send Wolves to a 1-0 defeat. I think this is going to be a tight, cagey game. I know we have seen a lot of goals in Brighton games this season, but Wolves seem to bring out the boring side of any team that they play. It's a brave man who backs Brighton here, Pete. I think I wrote a stat. They accumulated the least wins in Premier League history during a calendar year. (laughs) That's unbelievable, think, isn't it? I think they've got. I think. I think if I read the stat right, that they've got one this whole calendar year of 2020. Yet they're priced at scratch here and favourites against. You know, for for all Wolves' failures, and I know you've been quite critical of them in terms of them not progressing. They've still got 21 points from 16 yeah. games. You know, that's a solid return. Yes, they they need. They, they again. They could have done better, couldn't they? They, they're another team that really yeah. should be doing better. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been quite critical of Wolves this season, but they're still twelfth. They're still above Arsenal. They're still above, you know, the likes of Newcastle and Palace and Burnley, who we rave about in yeah. terms of being reliable teams to bet on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't dissuade anybody taking Wolves here, especially if you can get, you know, seven to ten or better on them plus a quarter of a goal. West Brom Arsenal next. Uh, recent head to heads, actually, West Brom they've won two. There's been one draw, so West Ham Brom have done quite well. Uh, obviously, the West Ham Brom's home uh, resu- uh, results: one one drawn, two lost, five. Obviously, coming off that five nil defeat at home to Leeds. Arsenal. Do you have to, do you have to keep mentioning that five nil <laughs> defeat to Leeds? Thank you. Carry on. <laughs> Arsenal away at uh, promoted sites, one four drawn, two lost four. It, it's it's not a bad record, but but those four losses, strange really. Coming off a one nil victory at home away at Brighton, sorry. West Brom one win in sixteen Premier League matches. Arsenal two wins on the bounce now. I don't see any value in the line. West Brom plus one. I, I would. I, Arsenal will be hoping to win this. I would have thought. Well, it's interesting you gave uh, the stats for Arsenal over the last 10 games against newly promoted sides. Because if you drill down a little closer to home, in their last six, they've gone one, two and three. Mm. So they're in the decline here. And I'm really surprised at this line. And maybe it's just, well, actually, it's not moved since West Brom got absolutely annihilated in midweek. Now, I think the way Mikel Arteta sets his teams up makes them ripe to be sort of backed against in this spot. Minus one. I mean, Arsenal will look to win this game similarly to the way they, they won at Brighton, I'd expect, Pete. Did you watch any of that Brighton? No, game? no, I didn't. I mean, I say I read and everything that I read was that they were quite lucky, but I did say that I thought they were good value the other night, but that was at minus a quarter. Are you telling me West Brom are three quarters of a goal worse than Brighton? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, for two teams who tend to play historically open and attractive football, it's interesting to note that the under two and a half goals has gone eight and three in their last 11 meetings of the sides. Now, now we get two, you know, teams not anything like the past creations. Yeah, the goal line set at two and three quarters. I do actually think there's a little bit of value there, Pete, on the under two and three quarter goals because I don't think this Arsenal side under Arteta is really set up away from home to take 
games to the opposition. So, yeah, a big lean to the under two and three quarters, and I might even take a bit of it. Just interestingly, Arsenal's next three games, obviously they've got West Brom away, then they've got Palace and then Newcastle at home. So, you know, they, they will look to the... You know, if they win those three games, things aren't looking too yeah. bad, are they? Oh, no, I've had a few messages from Arsenal fans who are quick to tell me their fixture schedule coming up when I was giving them some stick about things. Um, again, I'll say it though, Arteta has stumbled on that attacking lineup. Um, them three youngsters in behind the figurehead centre forward. It's not through choice that he's played those, it's because he had to. And now he's in a position where we can't drop them. It might be the best thing that's ever happened, that COVID outbreak for Arsenal. Burnley full up next. Uh, Burnley won this fixture 2-1 uh, last time two sides met. Our home to promoted sides. Burnley's record's pretty good. 1-6, drawn three, lost one. The couple 1-0 victory uh, at home to Sheffield United. Fulham away. 1-1, drawn two, lost four. Come for a 0-0 draw at home to Southampton. Burnley, they've won three of their last four home matches. Fulham, they've drawn their last four Premier League matches, so they've been a bit sort of tighter. But I think that this is a game that Burnley will will have, have targeted to win. And I think they're good value and it's going to be another of my bets. I think it's a good bet minus quarter of the goal. I'm not quite sure why I can't do it, Pete. To be honest, looking at the stats at home to newly promoted teams, Burnley have gone 6-4-1 and one at Turf Moor. I mean, that, that in itself is telling you to buy Burnley stock this week. You know, they're only defeating that run of games as that 2-1 home defeat by Villa last season. And I think possibly we're seeing this season that maybe Villa aren't that bad. I mean, maybe it's just the fact that I don't like surrendering a handicap start with Burnley, Pete. And mm. maybe, I just, maybe I just love them when they're either off scratch or receiving a, a start, mainly because they do draw a lot of games because of the way they set up. Again, it's a big lean towards the home side and the unders for me with the goal line set at two and a quarter. But I can't believe it, Pete. I, I can't take Burnley here. No, What's wrong? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that Fulham are poor, aren't they? It... Yeah, and it depends how they've used this break that they've got um, from not playing against Spurs. Mind if, you, if... you know, but, but, but there you go. I'm saying this, but, you know, when you look at Fulham's only away victory, it was away at Leicester, so... They've obviously got something about them, haven't they? Yeah, but then is that a game where they're not expected to do anything? Yeah. You know, and it's a free yeah. hit almost. Whereas this game, although Burnley, we all know about Burnley and their strengths at home, it's still a game on paper that Scott Parker and the, his side will see and go, crikey, it's only Burnley, we can get something there. And that's often how Burnley overcome the opposition because they set out in a different manner. They're not as defensive against Burnley and, and Burnley are, Past masters again results in these sorts of games, mate. Interesting game next. Newcastle Leicester. Um, Leicester have won all four of the previous meetings at St James. I was surprised to read that. At home to top six sides, Newcastle's record's not too bad. One three drawn, two lost five, can offer a nil nil draw at home to Liverpool. Leicester away at mid table, one five drawn, three lost two, come from one old draw at Palace. Um, Newcastle have only lost one of the last five home matches. Leicester lost just one of the last eight of their eight away this season. My ratings are suggesting some reasonable value back in Newcastle plus three quarters, and I think that's that's a reasonable bet, but it's not one that I'll be recommending. Well, I'm really annoyed that I didn't take the plus one that was on offer earlier in the week, and obviously that point against Liverpool has, has seen money come in for Newcastle. 
What's interesting to me looking in this game, though, Pete, is that you mentioned the fact that Leicester have won the last four meetings of the sides. Well, last season, they won the two games by a combined 8-0 scoreline. Wow. They, <laughs> they, they won 3-0 at St. James's and they won 5-0 at the King Power. Now, that's interesting to me because I have in my mind what a good sort of defensive manager Steve Bruce is in terms of shutting teams down. There's obviously something in Leicester's makeup and the way Brendan Rodgers' side attack Newcastle that makes it very difficult for Newcastle to keep clean sheets. Now, we know Newcastle aren't exactly Barcelona going forward. They're not going to create lots and lots of chances. If the line moves back to the full goal level, which you never know, it might do because this is the Sunday afternoon game at kickoff. I think it's 2 15. Um, not quite sure why they're kicking off so early on a Sunday. Anyway, um, money might flood in for Leicester here. So if it gets to plus one, I'm going to take some of Newcastle. But at this three-quarter of a goal line level, I can't do it. But I am also attracted to the over two and a half goals, Pete. Probably not going to bet it. But if, if you are thinking of having a wager on that game, then it's definitely the overs that I lean to. Chelsea, Man City, uh, next crucial game. This for both sides. Uh, Chelsea have won three, Man City have won two. The recent head to heads. A home to top half size. Chelsea's record's good. One five drawn, three lost two. Come for one old draw uh, at home to Villa. City away at top half sides. One three drawn, three lost four. Come for two nil victory at home to Newcastle. Chelsea, they they got they had a, a good run out of home form recently. Last fourteen matches, they won ten, drawn three, lost one. So they are in good form. City, though they've only won one of their last five away matches, despite this. My ratings are suggesting there's value back in City plus a quarter of a goal. This sort of reminds me a little bit though of last season's game. I I, I think Chelsea. I think Chelsea, if they're going to do anything this year, season, they have to win this game. I'm not sure they will, but I wouldn't put it past them. Do you mean City plus uh, minus a quarter? Yes, Pete? Chelsea plus yeah. a quarter. I think Chelsea... Uh, the, the, oh, Chelsea plus a yeah. quarter, you're right. No, okay. I, I think the value is with Man City, but I, I sort of fancy Chelsea to win this. Well, that's obviously explained to me why that Newcastle-Leicester game's kicking off because on pinnacle at the moment, Chelsea-Man City's off the board. Obviously, they're, they're not sure in terms of whether the game's going to go ahead. So yeah, they're not yeah, yeah. taking any money on it at the moment. I mean, Chelsea have gone 3-1-1 one, and one at Stamford Bridge in the last five competitive meetings of the sides in all competitions. So from a head-to-head basis, they've been quite strong against Guardiola's team. Again, what kind of preparation have City had with the COVID outbreak? The training ground reopened yesterday, Wednesday. I mean, this is a game that I'm really looking forward to watching. But I do think that Man City are just far better. I mean, I've watched Chelsea a couple of times and it doesn't help when you have a bet on a team and they let you down in two consecutive games because you do tend to have a negative opinion of them. But in terms of consistency... If you were asking me, who who would you take, gun to the head? I'd be all over City here, Pete, at eleven to eight. I think I think they'll bounce back. And from what I've seen in the last couple of games, Chelsea, especially in the final third, are faltering. So yeah, I'd be more than happy to take City here minus a quarter. Southampton, Liverpool next. Uh, Liverpool have won three of their recent matches. Southampton won one draw at home to top six sides. Southampton's record, when you consider what the, their, their overall record has been over these past few years, pretty good. 1-5 draw and 1-4 come for a 0-0 draw at home to West Ham. Um, 
Liverpool coming off a 0-0 draw away at Newcastle at home to mid-table sides. 1-6, drawn two, lost two. Southampton drawn three of their last four Premier League matches. Fairly resilient. They're not winning games. Liverpool, though, this, they've, only, they've won once in the last seven away. They've been fairly, well, resilient. They've drawn quite a few games. Good value, Liverpool minus three quarters. But again, you've got to be a little bit wary with the current form. Again, we, it's interesting if we do a price comparison. Crack, I sound like go supermarket or money supermarket, go compare whatever. A couple of weeks ago, Man City made this exact same journey to the South Coast. They were minus one and a quarter. So, so in terms of value, Pete, you're quite right. You're getting half a goal extra on the team who are top of the table and defending champions. I mean, both fixtures between the sides last season ended in victories for Liverpool and that completed three consecutive years where Liverpool have done the double. And as you quite rightly say, Pete, Southampton often give the bigger teams problems, especially on this ground. I mean, Southampton can be backed at 1.76 on the plus one goal line. That, for me, is the way I'd look to play this if I was going to bet the game. I agree with you that the value is probably with Liverpool minus three quarters. But you do have to worry about the the form they've showed lately. I mean, scoring once against West Brom, not scoring at all against Newcastle. It's, I'm not saying I'm concerned about them, Pete, because Klopp's got a proven track record of getting his side to perform. But, you know, I don't know how many more games it'll be before I start asking some serious questions of them, to be honest, mate. Right. Uh, an interesting set of fixtures. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Wolves off scratch uh, away at Brighton and Burnley minus a quarter at home to Fulham. I can't believe I'm going to do it, folks, but I'm going to take Spurs minus a half at home to Leeds. Shoot me now. I'm opposing <laughs> Leeds for the second game in a row, just like I sided with Chelsea two games in a row last week. And, uh, well, we won't be back after our match, will we, uh, next Saturday? Uh, oh, of course, the it's the mighty imps. It's the league-leading yeah. imps against Peterborough, live on Sky Sports. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried. Peterborough won't have played. That this will be their first. It should be worried. This will be their first. Yeah, I am worried. But after this, <laughs> this first game, you know, back for a bit. But the way I've seen Peterborough play against these teams that keep the ball, they don't like that. Oh, we're going to batter you. I think there's a possibility they could. <laughs> well, we did last year, didn't we? Yeah. Or was it a win? Uh, no, that, it was a comfortable win. No, we, we we took the lead and then you won 2-1, didn't you? We had a play. Oh, yeah, and I, I'm a... And I waved at you. Yeah, yeah it was a very yeah. dis- disappointing day, I'd say. Well, <laughs> depends, depends which stand you were sat in, mate. It was pretty joyous in our but end. Yeah, I, I can see, I can honestly see Lincoln winning this game comfortably, I think. Yeah, well, well, let's hope it's me messaging you after 20 minutes of the game <laughs> this way rather than, rather than the other way around. But we mate. will be back um, after, or next week is the FA Cup. We'll be back sort of midweek. Funny, funny set of fixtures coming up. We've got to time this this right because we got six or seven fixtures then there's a full lot it's it's strange it's chaos yeah it's chaos but we'll do our best to navigate the way through the choppy waters for you all folks <laughs> right right we shall speak to you um well in the new year have a good new year everybody happy new year folks and best of luck everybody